from the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcasting, Rounded Edge Media Production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to tonight, it is only myself. This is indeed another Benji solo mission, uh, as we just were not able to record a regular episode this week. So I felt like we had to put out something. We did miss the first week we've ever missed in two years, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I didn't want to go out like that. So I am going to hit on some topics from the Skip Noise text thread and maybe some headlines, but I'm completely willing to let this whole thing derail if I get a weird call in. So we are open for that, uh, or I'm open to some weird questions in the chat if that, uh, if that happens. But uh, without further ado, let's get into the text thread. Um, the most recent uh, deal we got here, uh, article from the Houston Chronicle, uh, in Belleville, Texas, they've opened up a Trump burger uh, tourist attraction. Let me see if I can find an article on that and see what the hell this Trump burger situation is all about. And I do apologize. I have no research done for this particular episode. I'm fly- Yeah, so this thing is called, I just looked it up, uh, 4.2 out of 5 stars, uh, 646 ratings, Trump burger of Belleville. It's a hamburger restaurant. Right now it is closed. Um, dine-in, takeout, delivery. If, you, if you're uh, thinking about cruising over to Belleville, uh, it's located at 233 South Front Street, Belleville, Texas, zip code 77418, right there in the middle of Belleville. Um, opens at 11 a.m. Saturday morning, so if you're interested in doing that, uh, give them a call. Give them a call, make an order. Their number is 979-270-5062. Uh, you might want to call to place an order, or you might want to call to, hey, you heard it here first. Whatever you want to call and tell them. Uh, I'm sure they get plenty of uh, interesting interesting phone calls. Uh, let's just read a couple of reviews right here. Like I said, it's rated pretty highly. Um, I don't know the name of this person, but their little handle there just says S. So some sort of <laughs> S name. Uh, cute place, friendly staff and people, great food, good prices. Okay, pretty standard, boring review. Uh, I'm looking for some political, uh, no, I just want to stay on the web. I don't want to upgrade. Okay. So, so biker babe, 1210 says we've had burgers, fries here several times and we absolutely love them. They're juicy, hearty, beefy burgers. And the fries are crispy and tasty as well. I have to order the kid's size cause the regular side is huge and I still have to wrap it up half for later. Not only are their burgers the best in Belleville. Okay. Uh, but the Trump atmosphere is being with is like being with longtime friends. There's no snide looks or remarks from the other side. This is this is the review I was looking for. So thank you, Biker Babe twelve ten. Let, let's continue. Trump atmosphere is like being with longtime friends. There are no snide looks or Trump remarks from the other side when wearing Trump gear. Oh, <laughs> this fucking place sounds amazing. What the fuck, dude? Oh, um, <laughs> of course, with gas and food prices, sky- <laughs> of course, with gas and food prices skyrocketing and empty store shelves, even the Dems don't want any other more of their own failed policies and beliefs. Oh, God. So you can come in and to Trump Burger of Belleville and rejoice with fellow Trumpers. Um, 
Thank you, Biker Babe. That was exactly what I was looking for. Okay, this is kind of just lame. This is uh, Brian Lewis. Sorry, Brian. You posted on the internet. Um, he's got a pick. <laughs> okay, this, this is good. So his review is just this. He's simple. Brian Lewis is, you know, w- when you talk to Brian Lewis, he's going to give it to you straight, uh, straight down the middle. You know, he's not going to use a lot of flowery language. Here's what he says. Great atmosphere, great food, great pro-Trump employees and patrons. This sounds fucking bizarre. Uh, so there's a picture Brian posted. Uh, good old Brian's there. Uh, white gentleman, <laughs> as you may expect. Uh, it's got a Trump hat. Uh, he's there with his, uh, his girl, um, maybe his wife. I don't know. Their hands are hidden, so I can't confirm or deny whether they've got rings, whether this is his side piece, maybe just a friend. Um, but his, the woman that he's with, it's got a Trump hat. Okay. She's got a t-shirt on black t-shirt. It's got a big old American flag right in the front. Uh, the, the top reads, Jesus is my savior, Trump. And then it's kind of like jumbled up in her, uh, in her belly region. Uh, so you can't really read the rest of it. I'm thinking it probably says Trump is my president. Um, the fact that this ex- exists is... Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh. Uh, okay. We're just... I've committed. We're just... Oh, okay. So there's a picture he posted. This is amazing. The, the, um, the burger that... Okay. So this reviewer is John Fred. Uh, he's a local guide. That's what he calls himself. Um, but he's pretty legit. He's, got, he's done 115 reviews. Posted 158 photos. So good job, John Fred. He's not just fly by night. Okay, so he's, he's dropped some pictures on us. So I'll describe in, in detail what we're looking at here. So, um, and thank you, by the way, Rick, for throwing this on the, uh, the old text thread. I, I happened to actually see it uh, scrolling through Instagram. Uh, but yeah, Rick posted it to our infamous text thread that we uh, allude to on the show quite often. So this burger he's got, um, it's just a, top, a complete top-down picture of this burger so he can show you and display what's on the bun. Uh, so the bun, and I'm not going to lie, the fries over there on the right-hand side of, their, uh, of this basket look pretty crispy. Okay, so hey, say what you want about their politics. The food, just from what I've witnessed right now, looks pretty appetizing. Um, it actually kind of looks good. Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe I've just worked nine days in a row, and uh, I'm a little delirious. But uh, plus, this review's got five thumbs up. Okay, let's cut to the chase. The burger's got Trump in big block letters, like burned into the top of it. So that's amazing. Okay, so we get some. Okay, whatever you think about Trump, whoever opened this restaurant though is a fucking genius. I definitely can submit to that. Uh, uh, okay, so he, he, what was the name of this reviewer again? His name is John Fred. I know you don't care, but fuck it. Uh, so he posted a picture of inside the restaurant. Now it looks pretty typical. They've got just, uh, you know, square tables. Um, I don't know what you would, you would call those. Just kind of standard with, it uh, looks like some kind of, eh, maybe, I don't think it's plastic chairs. But just kind of, um, you know, this isn't a real fancy place. Just kind of, you know, a burger place. What kind of decor and, and you would expect. But it looks like they're definitely doing some pretty strong merchandising. 
Okay, they've got Trump 24 banners. Uh, it says "Take America Back." Uh, there's a big old Trump, like another poster, Trump 2024. So they're definitely pushing um, the campaign uh, for the next upcoming presidential election. And they've got the T-shirts. You can see actually one that looks like that lady might have bought it there, or not. I don't know, but it looks like definitely merchandising is big on their uh, their agenda. Um, of course the, uh, the menu Trump burger, you know, it's, it looks like it's pretty standard fare. They got your chicken fingers. They got your burgers, uh, big old picture of Donald Trump right there. Um, let me see if I can zoom in, give you an example of what's on the menu here. Oh, let's, t- oh, let's talk about the prices. I think that'd be, okay. So on the Trump burger menu, uh, uh grilled fish sandwich, you can get that for nine ninety nine. Okay, that's grilled fish over. Oh, I thought it said. Never mind. I thought, I thought even the descriptions of the items was like getting political, but I misread that. Uh, grilled fish over open fire, served with uh, Belleville fries. The fuck? Are, okay, Belleville fries. I guess are now a thing. Uh, the Philly cheesesteak. Okay, so this is like greatest hits. It's just like shit that Trump would eat. I think. Um, and maybe that's the, maybe that's the inspiration, uh, top ribby. They spell, so they don't, they spell ribeye cause Philly cheesesteaks are ribeye. Uh, that's the cut that they use to, and they thin slice it. Right. You, you know what a fucking Philly cheesesteak is. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you're from another country cause I know Podbean. uh, oh, and by the way, let me take a small little time out here to a uh, little promotion. So if you're listening to this right now on this, your regular you know, subscription to Skip the Noise, wherever you listen to us, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, uh, it could be on Podbean itself, um, fuck we're everywhere, Google, you can even, if you've got a, uh, a smart device, I'm not going to name their names because shit will start popping off and will ask me questions, I don't need all that. Uh, you can just say, hey, whatever, play Skip the Noise podcast and it'll do it. Uh, you can find us anywhere, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, I don't want to go into all of them. Castbox, I know is one. Uh, what's another one? But the one I want to promote. If you haven't ever heard of Good Pods, it's a great little app. Uh, we've been on it for a while. Uh, I just recently opened up a tip jar. So if you're a fan of the show, I highly suggest, um, and I'm I'm in no way being paid to say this. This is not a sponsorship, so don't get all, let's get the noise of taking sponsorships now, blah, blah, blah. No, we're not. I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. We're just, we haven't up to this point in two years. So that's not what this is. Uh, I'm actually just kind of nudging you over to our tip jar. Uh, We've been doing this show for two years. Uh, We have only missed a week one time, and that was a couple weeks ago. We just finally kind of, just didn't work out. Uh, we put in a lot of hard work. You know, we are three gentlemen that have between the three of us, we have 11 kids. Uh, we work a shitload of hours. Uh, I myself work a minimum of, you know, 50 to 60 just for my regular job. And then I do, uh, pretty much my whole day. Plus my four kids. Uh, I do a lot of shit on the side. Plus we do this podcast. So, um, this is a labor of love. Uh, up to this point, we haven't taken any any sort of revenue generated from the podcast, uh, just because I haven't really, you know, we haven't made merch. I, that wasn't ever the agenda. The agenda was to put out quality, quality uh, content, and 
you know, to inform people, to entertain people, that's our goal. So that's what we do. Uh, I think we've doing a pretty good job of that thus far. So going over to Good Pods, download that app. Uh, you can use it as a player. All kinds of different podcasts that you might not necessarily come across on the algorithms of the big, you know, your Spotify's and your Apple's. Uh, but there's a lot of good people out there, a lot of voices out here in the good old, whether it's, uh, the, you know, in Europe or the United States, Asia, people are putting out, um, you know, putting their hearts into speaking from a place where, uh, that's the beauty of podcasts, right? Freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. People have different opinions. Uh, and in this world, it's, it's definitely important, I think, to break away from what is being, uh, purposely fed to the public. It's important to step back and kind of consume things that are coming from real places and genuine places, which is kind of what Skip the Noise is here to do. So anyway, uh, go to Good Pods. Uh, you can find our show on there, uh, and you can leave us a tip. You know, if you appreciate the work we've done, uh, I think we've we've definitely earned <laughs> earned enough to get a little small tip. Uh, so I urge you to go over there and download the app. It's a great app. You can discover, like I said, new independent podcasts that you might otherwise skip over. You can also follow us on Instagram at skip underscore the underscore pod. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, at skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Podbean, which is where, so here's here's the kicker right here. So if you're listening to this right now, just know that if you do have us on Podbean, if you have that app, you'll get notified anytime that Benji decides to go live. Uh, one time, I can't remember the, the episode, but fellow podcaster Shep from Deep Noise, I mean, <laughs> Deep Noise, Deep MC's podcast, just happened to pop on, scroll back through, find that episode. It's a good, entertaining one. The two of us, whenever we collab, and we've done it two or three times, uh, it's entitled Deep Noise. Clever, right? Anyway, going back for that. But what, like I was saying, Trump Burger, um, I think I'm done reading. You know what? No, we'll go. I'll just read. Is it, I'll, I'll, I'll look at one more menu item and just see if there's anything interesting to to look at there. But I think that was, that was entertaining. Actually, you know, I'm done. I'm done with the Trump thing. Let me go back through the old text thread. Um, let's see. Yeah. So they're making, so it's getting tense a little bit, um, over because of the Taiwan, China's getting a little perturbed, I guess, of our recent actions and our, uh, so this is a tweet. Uh, this tweet, oh wow, never mind, that tweet has been taken back. Dun, dun, dun. What is this, I'm triple, triple black on Twitter, and anyway, I'll figure what that is later. Um, but anyway, there's some tensions right now. I was going to read that, but, but you know what I'll do? Let me go to, uh, see if anything else posted up in the, uh, scrolling through the text thread. Uh, let's go, let's go to Forbes real quick. Let's read about the economy. I'll just read a couple paragraphs, get the kind of gist of this. Uh, this is from Fox business, uh, shared by Rick into the text thread. U S economy enters technical recession after growth tumbles. Uh, 0.9% in the second quarter. 
so yeah, this is the first time I know, uh, well, not the first time, but the GDP is down, um, in the first quarter. So, the, okay, here, let me start the article. The U.S. economy shrank in the spring for the second consecutive quarter, meeting the criteria for a so-called technical recession, right? So that's what they're saying now is that uh, it's officially a recession, which, I mean, I think we already kind of knew that, but uh, by definition at this point, they can confidently call what we're in a recession. Uh, continuing, as raging inflation and higher interest rates force consumers and businesses to pull back on spending uh, gross domestic product, the broadest measure of goods and services produced across the economy shrank by 0.9% on an annualized basis in the three-month period from April to June. The Commerce Department said its first reading on the data on Thursday. Uh, Refinitive economists expected the report to show the economy had expanded by 0.5%. Well, I guess that wasn't the case. Uh, economic output already fell over the first three months of the year with GDP tumbling 1.6%, the worst performance since the spring of 2020 when the economy was still deep in the throes of COVID-induced recession. Um, so yeah, I think I don't think we're all surprised. Um, it's tough out there right now. But, you know, I think there was some spin by the by the Biden administration saying that, well, job growth and uh, I don't know, it's interesting. And then also, too, you know, they, there's an effort now, legislation passed to try to stimulate uh, chip manufacturing domestically, which is, I think, much needed. Uh, I'd like to see more. Uh, let, me, let me read about that real quick. Uh, chip manufacturing. Oh. Can't even type. Uh, nobody's joined the chat yet. Like I said, we are on a full solo mission, and I haven't been on Podbean in a while, so uh, it may be that we don't get much here. Okay, so market watch. Here we go. Read from the post. Uh, Senate passed a bipartisan bill Wednesday that would provide 52, yeah, it's big numbers, 52 billion in subsidies to domestic semiconductor manufacturers and invest billions in science and technology innovation uh, in a bid to strengthen the United States' competitiveness and the self-reliance in what is seen as a keystone industry for economic and national security. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Uh, semiconductors are e enormously important. Uh, especially when we, you know, we've got our apples and our tech industry is is very strong. Um, yeah, I think this is a good move. Finally, it, you know, kind of feels like we're, I, I would like to think, you know, that there are people out there that are actually thinking about this shit and it's not just a p political right versus left clusterfuck that sometimes I get discouraged. Um, you know, there's economists and, and people that really can see the writing on the wall and that we really need to act. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe this is just finally reality smacking people in the face and we're making some things happen. Of course, there's some, uh, you know, this isn't, there's some questions, right? Um, the concerns over giving, pumping this much money into the industries, how is it going to get used? And is this just you know, uh, our just CEO is going to get richer and we're not, we're going to be in the same place we are. Cause that could definitely happen if not, um, you know, spelled out in the correct way. So, uh, where are we at? Fabrication plants are fabs to make the chips, which are used in a wide variety of products. 
including do, 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 motor vehicles, cell phones, medical equipment, and military weapons. Shortage of I mean, they fuck everything, dude. Chips. Fuck. Like, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> if uh, if you swept, pulled the rug under from the feet. Um, we've talked about this before on the show of just how much chaos. Uh, and we are so reliant. Like every the just the network of the fabric of the fucking how we do everything is is relying on these chips so yeah it might be a good idea to be able to produce them ourselves um because we're at this point yeah we really um we can't have the largest economy in the world with its political system in complete shambles and basically ruling us ineffective in anything we have as a country i don't care fuck dude i'm over the honestly i'm almost over the political shit as far as some any kind of i i just we just need to figure out how to how to get things moving for the future because it looks a little scary. I saw, I listened to a podcast. Um, we can get into this a little bit on mysterious universe, which is a favorite of mine. I've listened to them for years. Benjamin Grundy, uh, God, ever since I even knew about podcasts. Uh, so it's highly recommended. They're from Australia. Um, uh, talking kind of about, they go, they, they kind of do deep dives on certain topics each, uh, I don't know if it's weekly or bi-weekly. I don't know. It just sort of comes on my phone, and whenever it is, I listen to it. Uh, it's good to listen to it at night. I don't know why. Um, let's go to some headlines. Let's do that. Let me go to Reuters. Let's see. And then I'll smell. Maybe I'll tell a funny little fucking story or something. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Okay. Anthony Blinken. Detained citizens. Let's keep going. Far right sheriff crusades to prove Trump's bogus voter caught. Yeah, we still do it. Can we just shut the fuck up about that? Um, uh, this is tough. 16 die in epic Kentucky floods, including six children. That's sad to hear. Um, I honestly, before reading that, did not know that. Uh, so, Jesus, uh, you know, our, our concerns. And uh, I, you almost feel stupid saying thoughts and prayers because it's kind of been, but, you know, that's the sentiment. Um, our heart goes out to the, the victims of that. That's terrible. God knows we've had plenty of disasters down here in, uh, in the old Houston area. So as far as flooding and things like that. So we, I, I know firsthand that could be a rough uh, situation. So that's, that's terrible to hear. Uh, okay, this is interesting. The U.S. House passes sins to Senate assault style weapon ban. Hmm. Okay, let's read on. This is by Robert Cohen. Um, the U.S. House of Representatives on Friday passed legislation banning assault-style rifles that have been used in mass shootings, sending it to the Senate where it faces likely defeat. Uh, the mostly partisan vote of 2017-2013, Democrats won passage of the measure amid public anger over mass murders in which rapid-fire AR-15 rifles were used to kill and wound school children and adults engaging in day-to-day -day activities. Uh, they're easier for a teenager to get than to buy beer. Obviously so, right? The Uvalde situation was <laughs> pretty much like that. Uh, we've turned our churches, our schools, our shopping centers, our entertainment venues, almost any place into battleground with one massacre after another. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll stop there for this article, but I'll just comment on uh, you know, here in the great state of Texas, obviously, the restrictions are very limited <laughs> to any kind of brandishing of a weapon. Open carry is legal, uh, where you can just, you know, have a, uh, 
you can walk around with a gun uh, in public. Now, mind you, private businesses, right? They have the right to say, no, you can't do that here. And so they can kick you out. Uh, but when someone enters the property, they're at that point, they are not breaking the law until they are told, hey, you have to leave per the policy of our business. Other than that, though, you can just walk around with a freaking gun. Um, and, if, you know, if you're from other states where that's not normally a thing, uh, I'm sure it can be pretty jarring uh, if you show up. And uh, it's tough, man. We have a lot of uh, here in this area, in the Houston area, there's a lot of gun violence. Um you know, senseless, uh, mind you, not, and not even talking about like, you know, the big public, uh, mass shooting tragedies, just talking about, you know, road rage. Uh, there was recently a case where a couple, uh, is getting charges for the, there was a video surfaced online of them firing a few shots after some sort of a, uh, altercation revolving around traffic. You know what I mean? Like everybody take fucking chill. Uh, and I'll go on a tangent real quick because I just I feel like people are fucking crazier. Um, I don't know. I just it there's just the, the amplification of of people's feelings and hurt feelings and political views and everything's so fucking personalized. Everything gets compartmentalized into your own fucking little personalized world. And I think that's part of the problem. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that the, oh, there's a lot of ingredients into this shit stew um, that's kind of devolving the American psychological state overall. Not me, of course. I'm above all that. Just kidding. Um, I'm a victim too. You're a victim too, to some degree. But um, I definitely can feel it. You know, I'm in a job where I deal with the, the public on, on a regular basis. And I can definitely say just in the last few years, um, I've noticed a, 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 you know, a significant spike in just sort of abnormal behavior. You know, there's just these people that you can't talk to. They, you don't feel like you're interacting. Like we don't exist in the same uh, community. Or there's no, there's just no shared reality that we can all kind of tap into and decide how to talk to each other. Uh, you see just way more arguments between people over stupid bullshit that doesn't matter. So my advice to you is this, and of course, of course we got to this point, right? Where I'm fucking lecturing the audience, but that's okay. We'll just, just roll with it. That's what a Benji solo mission is. Uh, accept it. Um, but I will say this. Figure out a way to... Life's not supposed to be... It, there's no obligation for life to be fun or cool or anything. You know what I mean? I feel like people expect that they are supposed to have some some level of like comfort at the end of the day where they get to chill and kind of be on their own and zone out into their own world. That's not a fucking right. That's not a God-given right. Do you understand what I'm saying? That That's a luxury. And a lot of people around the world understand that in other parts of the world. So if you, if I feel like the, the 
my fellow Americans, a lot of them, don't understand that. So if like something encroaches on their little day that they had envisioned in their head, they throw a temper tantrum like a fucking child. You know what I mean? Sometimes that your day sucks. Whatever you think your day sucks is fucking bullshit compared to like 80% of the world. And that's just to put a little perspective on it. I know everybody, you don't compare. Everybody's got their own reality, right? It's not, I'm not unvalidating somebody's reality if you live in the United States. I'm not saying, because I know that's a frustrating thing sometimes when it's like, well, that, that's, that's my truth. That's my reality. Okay, well, change your fucking attitude about it. You have that, right? So anyway, I just think uh, Mexican Nostradamus brought it up on a episode recently saying that uh, we've had it good for too long. And that, and not that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying we're kind of seeing some of the results of that. There's other things involved. I think technology just is accelerant for the fire. I think that's all it is. Like everything just gets heightened. Uh, why do I own it? Always ranting about that. But uh, if you haven't been listening recently, I do want you to go back. Episode 14. I actually had a, uh, a friend of the show that had pointed out uh, when over or, uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Obviously, we were all aware that Mexican Nostradamus said that exact prediction like two years ago. But we've recorded a lot of these. This will be a one. Ooh, one, one, one. That's a good number. Episode 111. Uh, is what this is right now. So in episode 110, we pointed out that Mexican Nostradamus did indeed predict this. However, at the time, we didn't know which episode that was. Uh, a friend of the show, thank you, informed me that it was on episode 14, and he even said about when it was. So quickly, uh, I was able to, if you go uh, skip the noise on tip, TikTok, you can, you can find us. And uh, I, I made a little video enshrining that prediction, which I hope to do a little bit more of. Uh, I want to get a little bit more involved in the, the TikTok side of the whole thing. It's been tough, man. I do a lot of shit. I'm always selling shit. Uh, I do food deliveries. I haven't been selling the coolers as much lately. I haven't got a big haul of coolers. That's my favorite thing to sell because wherever I, whatever reason, where I'm at right now, they go quick. And I've always, I always get a brand new um, I kind of zero in on the ones that, you know, there's a, there's a well-defined type of a cooler. I'm not going to give you away, but it'll go, I'll list the shit and it'll sell in 10 minutes every time. So I don't even have to make that much off of each one as long as I make something cause they go so quick, but that's neither here nor there. Um, to cap out this first half, probably what I'll do, I'll stick a party in the back on the end of this. Um, I'll tell a little story uh, about Lakey, Texas, way out there in the hill country, right off of the Frio River, where a good, a good spot to go tubing. So when I was in high school, uh, my uncle, uh, it's my dad's brother, uh, we moved him from, from uh, Omaha or no, I'm sorry, he was living in Lincoln at the time, Lincoln, Nebraska, which is, uh, I was born and raised in Houston, but my 
my family's from up around Omaha. So he was still up there, and this was about when I was in high school, like some somewhere in the middle of high school. My uncle had struggled with, uh, you know, he had some some mental difficulties, and really great guy uh, was was a career uh, mechanic, did that for a living, and but just kind of fell on some hard times. So my dad was going to move him down to uh, down to Houston to live with him, and and all this. So eventually, after a while, and mind you, the move from that, my dad and I went up there. Uh, we got ourselves up to, uh, to Lincoln because my uncle wanted to bring his truck, which is like a 74 Ford. He wanted to bring it, uh, to, to have to drive around in Houston. So he wouldn't part with this thing. Uh, fuck, I was going to tell another story, but let's just go into this. So we get up there and this thing has, this is a 74, uh, Ford. It's regular, you know, pickup truck kind of turquoise-ish, I guess, a little rusty, but still running. Motherfucker was still running. And my uncle was very proud of it, so he wanted to make sure that this thing got to fucking Houston. And when I say he wanted it, like, it, to the point where all we had to do was, like, fly this motherfucker down, but he refused. So we're like, all right, we bought, we bought the ticket, so we're about to take the ride. So we go up there, and we, we pick him up at... Uh, as at the place he was living in, which at the time it was like a basement apartment. Uh, shit was pretty gnarly, dude. It was like, so it was in the middle of like downtown Lincoln. I don't know much about, uh, the, the city of Lincoln, but it was, you know, well, not, I don't want to say like, a one of the greatest area. Okay. Uh, you know, just kind of older frame houses, stuff like that, just to kind of paint the environment. So we go to his, his place and it's like a, it's like a two-story house, but it's like uh, it's like leased out. It's like a fourplex or whatever. There's like two units on the, the the second floor. There's like a unit or two on the thing, but then he's like in the basement is where his like what he was renting out, and it wasn't even dude. It wasn't even like closed off. Like there was a bed and he had like a curtain, like you would have at the fucking hospital, and he took his showers. It was same shit. It was just like, ching, like it was a little, you know, a little, a little pull. And then you pulled the, the curtain around it. But that was like where the laundry for the, for the whole unit or for the, uh, the, uh, the property, all the residents or all the tenants had to come down and do their laundry in like five feet away from his shower was. So anyway, this isn't the best. I don't know what he was paying. Uh, but yeah, it was a little rough. So we go pick him up. We hang out with him for a little bit. And he's, you know, he's talking, uh, you know, rest in peace, right? He died uh, some some years after that. But right uh, at this story, like I said, this was like mid-90s. So he's chain smoking like always, dude, dude, dude. He's chain smoking. He drank his like Lipton tea that you like, the instant, right? You just get a glass of water, scoop powder and like stir it up. And it's all particles are still floating on the top. So he's drinking his tea, smoking cigarettes, telling all these fucking stories about his, yeah, some, <laughs> some rough stories. One of his friends come over for a little bit, uh, <laughs> you know, interesting character. So we take him back, right? We get in the truck. So we're, we're cruising. And mind you, no AC. Uh, middle of the summer. This was the same, oh shit, this was the same summer the Rockets won the first uh, championship. 
is, so this is 94. Because, yeah, I went to church camp halfway through the NBA Finals. So I missed, like, game one and game two where OJ, where the game cut off and OJ was running through the, or uh, driving the white Bronco. That all happened in the 1994 um, NBA Finals. And <laughs> so anyway, this was, like, a few weeks before that. Uh, so we're, we're driving, dude. We're listening to my uncle's got like two or three cassette tapes and it's just fucking, uh, he's got Hank Williams, like senior. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Like that shit, like that, like fucking twangy shit. All due respect, Hank Williams senior, but in a no AC ass, uh, and mind you three grown ass men. I mean, I'm in high school, but like three fucking sweaty dudes, like, I'm like in the middle, you know, it's just like whatever, like bench seats, right? This is an old truck with the hot ass fucking seats and shit. <laughs> we that we had, I think a Charlie pride tape and what was the other one? Maybe like Conway Twitty or something, some real like country. And this, mind, this is mind you the time in my life. I'm listening to like my primary, uh, listen to like fucking Wu-Tang clan and, uh, you know, fucking Slayer and shit. So <laughs> the hours and hours, uh, you know, stopping at fucking truck stops or whatever. So, but once we hit enter the great state of Texas, now that's a long ass drive too. I should, so from Lincoln, Nebraska to uh, Houston, Texas, um, it's a good little clip, man. Like if you just go straight through, I think you're looking at at least like 17 to 20 hours, okay? Uh, door to door. I think this shit took us like almost two fucking days because of what I'm about to describe next. So everything's actually fine, dude. We're going, my uncle's smoking like a fucking chimney and he's like straight, like he never made it out of the seventies in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like when people just like some tragic shit happens, dude, and they just don't move on. So this just basically like he kind of dressed like he was in the seventies. He did shit like it was the fucking seventies. So what, what, what reason I bring that up when he's finishing, like, you know, shit we bought at the, the gas stations, like he's drinking a Pepsi or something, he just chucks it out the fucking window, like, no. And I remember thinking, like, hmm. And this isn't, mind you, this isn't like he, oh, no, this is, because this is, like, when Earth Day and shit started happening. So my, like, little teenage mind is like, all right, I guess we just, we don't give a fuck about the <laughs> littering or the environment. So anyway, just that was a funny little note. So we keep going. Uh, now once about we get, I think we're, we're in Oklahoma, maybe just crossing the border to Texas, fucking truck shuts off completely in the middle of the fucking freeway. All of a sudden we're like, Oh dude, what the fuck's going on? My uncle calmly kind of pulls it over to the side. Pops the hood, gets under there, fucks around for about five minutes we're off we go again all right happens again about an hour later it shuts off coasts over to the side gets out fucks around in the under the hood for a few minutes he's like licking his finger and like testing the spark plug with his fucking bare hands like shit like that <laughs> like making it like he's he's making the shit work by wiggling anyway starts it up again all right we're off to the races but we're already now me and my dad are already getting nervous 
So conversations are starting to come up like, hmm, what do we, oh, shut the fuck up. We're going to make it better. Like, he doesn't want to hear shit. We're going to make it to fucking Houston. Like, he, he ain't listening to shit. Oh, fuck. Okay. We keep going. This happens. I'm not exaggerating. Five fucking times. He's able to get it going. Well, just outside of fucking DFW, pop. And it's, this is in the middle of the fucking day. It's hot as shit. We've got some kind of little container or something. There's like a little pond nearby. We pull over. We're on a walk. We see the shit in the background. Well, fuck. It's overheated. Let's see. Maybe we can fill up the uh, radiator with some water. Get us to the next little stop and you know do what we got to do. So we're walking through this field. Me and my dad. My uncle's so fucking pissed off. We just leave him. Like, hey. He's like, hey, we're going to split real quick. We're going to go grab some water out of this fucking pond. So we walk and we're going, we're like probably trespassing. We have to fucking kind of sneak our way through some barbed wire and shit. And uh, we walk across this big ass fucking field, fill up a couple containers with some water, <laughs> come back. My uncle's, he's still fucking with, uh, you know, he's trying different things. Oh, fuck. It's the fucking, it's the brain box. Blah, 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 blah. Like he's got to determine. Da, da, da. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, we're good, blah, blah, blah. I just got to get a part. And we're like, dude, get a fucking part? Like, the f- no. Like, you know what I mean? So the argument is starting. He's all fucking pissed off. There's a service station we can see over the si- over the over across the freeway. So we have to run. And this isn't like, this is in the middle of fucking nowhere. So we have to like run across the freeway like some hobos, you know? We get in there. Luckily, there's this uh, little uh, auto, sh- uh, a fucking shop is open there's like two mechanics in there one he's just like looks like he's probably 19 a white kid he's still got acne and uh you know big old thick accent in the middle of the country so him and my he's uh he's describing it this the situation or my actually my dad because my uncle's so pissed off he still thinks he he's like we don't need to go i'm a fucking mechanic for 20 years so we go uh the kid looks at it. He's like, yeah, I think da 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 He's saying shit. My uncle's like, bullshit. Da-da-da. He's like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> you came to me. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, they're starting to my dad. Okay, my dad steps in. He's like, all right, all right, all right. We don't, we're stranded in the middle of fucking nowhere. Why don't you guys both check your egos? Let's figure it out. Here's what we end up having. We have to sell the goddamn, we sell the fucking truck cash and rent and use the money to rent a fucking U-Haul to put all our shit in and we ended up driving <laughs> we take the u-haul and turn it in into downtown houston and uh we made it but that whole last leg my uncle was fucking fuming and won't talk because we had to sell his fucking truck he was about to cry so we made it all that for all that way dude only to sell this motherfucking truck cash <laughs> anyway but we made it uh, and he lived there for a few years. But what I was getting at, um, so he shared an apartment with my dad. Uh, eventually, you know, because they both of them grew up on a farm, so he had a little experience with cattle and stuff like that. He found him a little gig. He had to go all the way out to Lakey, Texas. Uh, and he lived he, he lived in this dude's house. This guy that lived in Houston but had property out there. He had a little ranch. Uh, so my uncle worked on the ranch, lived in the house in town, this little house. 
And uh, so anyway, I would go sometimes when I was high school. It's like a five-hour drive from Houston. Lakey is out like in the hill country. So if you're familiar with Texas, you know, Frio River, all that good shit. So from Houston, though, it's about a five-hour. And I would drive out there, man. I was listening to, uh, what was the Marilyn Manson album? I was trying to stay awake, dude, drinking like fucking coffee and shit in the middle of the night. And I made it to my, I made it out there to the house. I was going to stay there for like two days. So I go talk to my uncle and he's having a weird little episode, smoking cigarettes and being fucking weird. And I'm like, oh shit, why did I come all the way out here? And it's like the middle of nowhere in this little little shitty house. And my uncle's telling all these weird fucking stories. I, I love him to death, man. He just, you know, dude had his issues. Uh, but I think back to being... I don't know. It's just weird, dude. Like I'd never, my son's not that age yet, but there's no fucking way I would let dude drive for like five hours. And this is before cell phone, dude. I didn't, with no cell phone, dude, I drove five fucking hours to end up with this, you know, questionable sanity. Uh, but anyway, we did go work on the fucking, we woke up the next morning early, uh, worked on the ranch. Um, Driving in all kinds of terrain, I'd never. I'm growing up in Houston; it's flat as fuck. You know, driving an automatic. <laughs> you know, so up there, I'm driving this Bronco, fucking standard transmission, and big ass hills, and I'm like, fucking freaking out because the shit's rolling back, and he's calling me a pussy and like grabbing my hand. So then we go out there, right, and we're feeding the cattle. Fucking those bulls, dude, are no joke. Uh, but there was this little fucking little place. Cause I kind of wandered off my own. I'd go like run and shit and do stuff. Dude, there was this like little place where you could jump. And I talked about this on our previous episode. Uh, one of my favorite things to do ever is like cliff dive. They used to have at Waterworld this sort of like artificial cliff diving situation, but I'm sure somebody probably died at some point. So that that's not like a thing anymore. Just like high dives. You don't see those at public pools anymore. Too many people probably fucking didn't make it. But anyway, this, uh, there was this like natural ass place, uh, with this little Creek and it was like deep enough. I could jump off some shit. Oh fuck. Dude, that was anyway. But I think with that, I'll go ahead and shut it down for this first half. Like I said, I'll tack on a party in the back just to make a full hour or so for the listeners. I thank you for joining me on this. Uh, too bad. Nobody called in, but Hey, it was a good chance for me to get some stuff out. Uh, if, sure, if you're in Belleville, Texas, uh, maybe interesting to go check out your Trump burger. If you're of, if, you, if you're like the, if you're like Rick and if you're of that persuasion, that might be a good restaurant for you to go uh, patronize and, and support them. Speaking of support, before you support anybody, support the Skip the Noise podcast. Uh, so go to Good Pods, download that app, uh, and go to our page, and we've got a little tip jar. Um, like I said, we 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 do this show out of our own pocket. Uh, for the for the love of sharing information, uh, coming from the heart, giving some opinions, unbiased opinions, trying to have all, you know, uh, all general takes on situations voiced and uh, and topics really explored how they should be, and also add a little bit of sprinkle, a little personality, a little life on the party. So uh, thank you for joining me this evening. Uh, enjoy the interlude that I provide. And we will see you next time. Take care. Bye.
So we've got a local story here that I think everybody's gonna gonna love. So in a Houston neighborhood recently, a couple of videos surfaced. There just happened to be a loose fucking tiger <laughs> out in the neighborhood. Okay. What neighborhood and was it? You know what? Cyprus. I, it, I, I think it was Cyprus. No, it wasn't in Cyprus. Pretty sure. Uh, it was hold on. Cyprus. Let, let's let's specify. I th- pretty sure it was yours. Because at first, <laughs> so I heard Fort Bend County, but I think that's where the guy is actually from. I think the actual footage was from Memorial. Am I crazy? I don't know. I mean, it looked like a nice area. Might Memorial, be Memorial. Damn, I could see it. I can see I mean, it. We, if someone Where's has a line, people? it's going to be in fucking Memorial. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Interesting. Though. Yeah. I, Ivy so, Wall is on Ivy Wall so, Drive. Hold on. I'm going to actually, because I'm concerned with the facts, since this is a local story, I want to get everything you know right. He, so go ahead and talk while I look this up. You know why he's, he's scared? He's scared that Tiger's loose in, in his neighborhood right now. That's what he's fucking worried about. Well, he's, the, uh, I mean, there's a, a zoo right down the street from where I live, and monkeys and tigers and, and, and bears can always come out. Oh, my. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Flying monkeys, lions, tigers, and bears can always come out and, oh, wow. uh, and attack me. Um, uh, oh, boy. Oh, so, boy. you know, I'm always kind of freakishly. Are you a little uh, Whenever I Do jog you... in the park, you know, I'm thinking, man, <laughs> this is going to be it. Imagine oh if you had to really worry about that. Like you always had to worry about some flying monkeys could carry you away to the Wicked Witch of the East every time you went for a jog. How just intense would that jog be? Like, be you'd yeah, really be want very to. Intense. You'd really, really have to want to stay in shape to go jogging. In yeah, like, I'd probably, like, I'd probably turn obese. Yeah. Oh, everyone would be obese just so the monkey couldn't carry you away. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They can only carry up to 300 pounds. You see all these fat people just like, yeah, can't get me now, monkey. And then that one, <laughs> try it out. And then that one slim person who's running by just, and they just pick his ass up. Yeah, that can happen. Thing ever. I, I'm anyway, pretty sure that's how it happens. But, but nonetheless, I, I, you know, so I go to the zoo here in Houston, and I see the like the monkey pit, and I think to myself, how come they don't climb out? But the monkeys? There's no because there's no netting or anything on top of their 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 enclosure. But they usually are separated, right? By like some type of water feature or something, like between the wall and the. Yeah, and the, and most the of the time they they've got it set up to where it's very, maybe not impossible, but very very difficult for whatever animal to be able to. You think so? Because I mean, sure. they have these trees that they can climb in, and maybe these trees are separated from the walls around them. But I'm thinking they can just jump over these walls and. I imagine, I, I imagine they may have tried, but I bet you a couple of them, you know, probably got, you know, a couple of them can't like, you know, they can't sign language as well because, you know, they, they slammed into the wall. So I, I'm pretty sure they <laughs> learned over time, like <laughs> they're not going to be able to get out. I mean, that's the one thing, but that is pretty sad though. It bums me out, man. I can't, I don't like sometimes do so much anymore. Seeing like yeah. things that look like kind of like us. Just enclosed. sitting there enclosed, like you're like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- yeah. this is West West Houston, just south of I ten, like Energy Corridor area. So oh, okay, big money, big that money. Is. So, yeah. so it's a nice neighbor, nice yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, kind of memorial ish. Yeah, um, energy Corridor for you. Yeah, a little Energy Corridor for all yeah. you locals out there. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, a fucking loose tiger. So what was interesting about this was. Within five minutes. So apparently somebody saw it, videoed it, posted it on their 
you know, their neighborhood, I don't know what social media platform they used to post this, but it was in their little neighborhood watch next door, uh, next door. Yeah. Maybe next door or something like that. That's the greatest so app ever within, 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 within seconds, we had an off duty Waller County deputy out there with his fucking piece ready to was he gonna was I'm he gonna sorry. fuck I'm the sorry. tiger wait hold on a second there you pull no, out he an was, man oh that would be sweet he had so so the i'm sorry tiger i'm i'm really sorry he had his, his sidearm he had his uh the way you, I mean, did you accentuate? Pull yeah, that, dude. He was peace. Pants, I'm pants like, down. Whoa. yeah, he had his dick out. He's <laughs> he was, he was, ready to, he was ready to ram Tony the Tiger. They're great. Um, hey, what about the owner, though? You have something about the owner of this tiger, right? Oh, so here's that's the, even here's crazier. The, here's the thing. So the guy that was talking, so in the video, the uh, you know the gentleman, the off-duty Waller County, I, I don't have his name available to me at this moment, but. You can look the it up. We'll just call him the tiger fucker. Tiger fucker, yeah. He, That's a good idea. No, no. You know what, though? I, I don't want to disrespect because dude actually controlled the whole situation. He had the gun on the tiger. He was telling everybody else to shut the fuck up. The, <laughs> the other guy in the background was like, hey, uh, no, man, let me, let me, I'm going to get it. He's like, dude, you better shut the fuck up for it. Put a bullet in this fucking tiger. I'll put a bullet. <laughs> okay, so a bullet. Bullet. you know, no, I said, you know what? I still think that Tiger Fucker needs to stay with this guy's name. I'm still going Tiger Fucker. Tiger Fucker. I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't think I'd call that to him to his face, dude. Dude, Tiger Ray. Oh, yeah. well, well, he kind of looked like he had business. Piece. He pulled his piece out. <laughs> All right, so say that shit. Anyhow, so, so the, the, the Tiger uh, handler guy. Um, so. He's, he's he's controlling the situation. So somebody wants to wrangle the tiger. Is he the owner? The the guy who wants to wrangle I, the tiger? Apparently not, because now the the guy that is in possession of the tiger. And, and mind you, this story is confusing as fuck. Because every two hours, some new thing develops, or there's some new development that it just keeps getting better and better. So f- from my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I could be completely wrong. The so he's not the actual owner, the guy that was in possession of the tiger, uh, who or at least removed it from that situation. Which, no, no, he is. I, I still, I still have a lot of fucking questions. He, okay, so, so the, <laughs> how, the guy how do you just get a tiger in your fucking car? Okay, no, he's he the owner of the. Yes, so the guy is the okay. owner. The, so okay, so just just put go it, back and he put a it little in the further. Jeep. Yes, okay, the guy who's the owner in the video you see him like kind of straddling the the tiger and walking him back into the house or to the other part away from the cop that is the actual owner the owner is also wanted for murder currently (laughs) but what the lion though does not belong to the owner of the home who is renting it oh sorry tiger who is renting it to the guy who's wanted for murder, who is the actual gotcha. owner of the tiger. So the guy who's <laughs> renting the house out goes, I didn't know there's a fucking tiger in this house I'm renting out. Like, I have yes, no okay. idea. So yeah, gotcha. that's where everything got kind of mixed up because I think people are like, dude, <laughs> you have a tiger in your house? He goes, no, fuck, yeah. I'm renting the house. So this ah, asshole ah, apparently snuck a tiger into my home. So that's where oh, the confusion I love it. Goes. Okay, yes. That that actually <laughs> that connected the only dot that I didn't fucking have a grasp on. So, so it gets weird so though, because the guy who rented the house apparently knows the uh the owner of the tiger who is wanted for murder. Yes. 
Yes. So yes, he was harboring right. a murderer? No, no, no. The, no. The, just so happened that, that he murked somebody or allegedly murked somebody and was renting the home from the individual that owns that house. Oh, got it, got yes, it, got it. Yes. Okay. He is just a, he's the renter of a home. So that's all. Yeah. So continue, continue. So, yeah. So he took the tiger, obviously knowing that this was publicized. He tried to make a run for it with the tiger, threw the tiger in a Jeep and was headed to fucking God knows where they got him. He's in custody. Nice. Uh, however, they don't know where the fucking tiger is. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. He's still loose out there? I don't know. There's a tiger loose in like Bel Air right now. So there's a tiger loose some fucking where? In the energy in, corridor. In the greater the Houston corridor. area. No, who knows? I don't know. Because I don't know where they are. Oh, because the guy took off. He left. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, he, he took off. So I don't know where so they are. So he's got not him. there anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, nope. You guys have a tiger watch going on over there. That's fucking nuts. Bro, it's always something. It's always something here. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a manhunt for this tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, shit. Man. I don't think they're really. <laughs> yeah. tiger I hunt. think we're on our own, dude. <laughs> yeah, good luck, guys. I don't, I don't think there's any manhunt for anything. I mean, there's going to be I a helicopter a looking for this fight. thing, right? <laughs> dude, no. Channel 10 News? No, bro. No, there isn't. There isn't anyone that's going to help y'all. You guys. Jennifer Reyna going to get on the helicopter and tell them what the tiger is? This she might. Out. I think so, man. Sophia oh Ojeda. <laughs> Sophia Ojeda, is she going to get on the tiger? <laughs> <laughs> I like her, too. <laughs> Oh, and this the best part is is uh, apparently this the the owner right? He has multiple exotic animals. This guy has serious issues with animals. Yes, there, bro, there was a neighbor that said, "Well, yeah." This is a quote from one of the articles. It was like the neighbor was like, "Well, yeah, I thought one time or another I seen a chimpanzee like popping his head out the window, but I never, I ain't never seen no tiger." <laughs> so like so like they knew dude had some like, i've seen a house fly but i've never seen a tiger fly <laughs> i never seen a fucking tiger in my life like yeah, how do you chimpanzee. i didn't see a tiger that's the oh, best part is guys bro, bro it's a bangle tiger shit. <laughs> right. it's a fucking bangle tiger so it's the biggest type of tiger that is like it's the biggest tiger type tiger it, oh, it's bangle funny tiger. though because it's of all his exotic animals, he decided to shove the tiger to the jeep and take off. You're right. You know? That's the badass <laughs> hey, part. Dude, dude. dude, tigers are expensive, apparently. Jesus. <laughs> all the animals well, he had, he decided to shove the tiger in there. To, uh, oh, dude, check it out, too. Um, so what's what's an interesting statistic is that, uh, and they mentioned this, if you go to the Houston Zoo, I think this is actually posted somewhere. Um, I know fellow fellow podcaster joe rogan likes to um explain this statistic he, he's mentioned it more than once is my point there are more and if you never heard this this will be quite shocking to you if you've heard it bear with me there are more tigers held as pets in texas and i'm not bullshitting you than there are that exist in the wild on the planet on the planet that's depressing that's gangster. let me say that let me say that one more time there are more tigers that that are living as pets to owners in the state of texas which is part of the usa 
than there are living in the fucking wild <laughs> on earth on earth on Te- in texas i love this state i love so the state. fact that a tiger got loose and what i like i was telling you guys in the break my favorite part about this fucking story to be honest with you <laughs> it's like i just goddamn within minutes <laughs> there was a motherfucking off-duty law enforcement officer with a gun just like no nah, this ain't shit this is a fucking tiger i got my fucking gun everybody shut the fuck up i'm gonna put i'm gonna put two or three in this fucking thing like it wasn't that big of a deal like it's a fucking tiger i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go murder it <laughs> like it's that easy, like, man. It's not hard to find somebody with a gun trying to shoot a wild animal. Dude, like, like the overall fucking gravity of the situation was just like, nah, nah, nah. Like it's like somebody's pit bull got out of the backyard. <laughs> oh, well, oh, guys, I got like, this. Is the developing story, gentlemen? So oh apparently, God, dude, I love it. This is gonna take all part of the bag. Mr. Cuevas. The, the individual who's been charged. Oh, no, dude. He's, yeah. Name, call him out. I'm sorry. Jose, What's his, fucking, his name? Is, uh, Hugo. Jose. It's called. She, hold on. Hugo fucking. No, Victor Hugo Cuevas. Apparently. Yeah. This he's, fuck. The, he's doubling down. The lawyer's doubling down saying, no, that's not his tiger. He, he, it's not his tiger. So yes. even though he. So he did. So this man is either the tiger's owner or he's the bravest person you've ever seen because he straddled an unknown Bro. tiger and rode it like a pony <laughs> into his house and then threw it in his jeep the bail and threw it threw it in his jeep so that's <laughs> dude that guy scares me anyone who can manhandle a bangled tiger Bro. into a jeep or straddle it and make it go where he wants it to go i mean that's some like fucking that's like wizard and wardrobe shit oh i love who rides this. a tiger i love this second. fucking story so much dude because so here's the other part that i like is that he threw it in the jeep and he was trying to fucking bounce like who knows maybe he's trying to go to baton rouge Maybe he's trying to go to Tulsa. I don't, you know, Bruce. <laughs> that, that, that's such a random <laughs> place. He was going to go to Nacogdoches. He's just going to check it out. He's going to go to Nacogdoches, Texarkana. He's just trying to straddle that state line, brother. He's going to a random City. place. He's just going somewhere. Fuck it, man. Yeah, because you can't, you got a whole lot of, if you go Albuquerque, you got a whole lot of Texas to get through. So you're going to want to go east. You're going to want to get into Louisiana where it's like, uh, whatever, like nobody, you know what I'm saying? They don't really care anymore. So that it, I'm just logical. I'm thinking he's going I-10 East. He's trying to hit. I, th- I think he's trying to hit bad, bro. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll investigate and we'll report back. Uh, I'm just saying if I'm, if I'm rolling with a tiger, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the least amount of Texas possible before I'm in the clear. <laughs> So I'm thinking he's going I-10 to to clear the that Louisiana state line. Hey, isn't it weird that the lawyer um, is coming out and saying that tiger was not his, but he's totally ignoring the murder charge? Yeah, like, yeah, eh, it's like well, the murder charge. It's eh. like yeah, he's already in trouble. Him, man. He's probably yeah, scared. Like, well, wasn't his? Okay, I could be completely wrong. Ben, you've got it pulled up on your phone. I'm trying. I'm trying. Dude, I'm trying to decide. The mur- I feel madness. like the murder was in 2017. Yes. Am I crazy? I mean, it yes. just happened. No, so no, he's still just chilling? Like he's yes. still waiting for his court date? Or what yes. the fuck is going this on? Is, it's 2021 right now. I know. 2017. <laughs> That's four years. And, and the best part is 
the, all this happened Sunday night. So right. we are 24 hours post and there's still a fucking Bengal tiger running through the streets of Houston right now. <laughs> dude, we don't know it. <laughs> it's 24 <laughs> know, fucking hours. Dude, it's so the a- so right now there's so many like dogs that have just been fucking aced. I mean, this thing's going to get <sighs> hungry. Do you know how many poodles have been just taken <sighs> out on the way to the to It's the just a matter of time, home? dude. He's going to find he's a trail or a park amazing. or something. He's just oh, going to start jogging. Oh, down. he's going to hide out in fucking Allen Parkway. Like joggers yeah. are going to be going by. He's just going to just, hey. just snap. Done. No bullshit. I've seen, so you know, I before, man. Okay, I'm gonna break off. I'm sorry. Oh, little, little Benji, the fucking Uh-oh, new metaphor here it time. Comes. The metaphor time. Real, Is real it quick. the cat mechanic? I used to run. Nah, it had no, no cats, no, no automotive uh, repairs being done here. Before it was cool. Right now, it's a whole new thing. If you go down to Buffalo Bayou, downtown, like right at the edge of downtown. That whole park, it's all fucking redone, and like you can't even park anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, back when I, dude, I used to frequent this place way, way back in the day when fucking nobody went there. Okay, there was homeless people under the bridge taking dumps and like the whole. But I would, that's where I would jog. And uh, this is like high school and shit. I would go down there. And uh, what's the story? Oh, yeah. So I saw in the bayou, dude, multiple times fucking gators. Because there's a little parts of the trail where you come right up, right up along the bayou. And I'd be looking down and be like, oh, fuck. You want to talk about your whole body? Like, gets like a little bit of a buzz of like, whoa, holy shit. You see a real live gator fucking hovering around in the water. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I used to start speeding up and shit. Like, okay, I want to get the fuck away. I don't care if I'm fucking 100 feet away. I don't care. Like, I want to be nowhere near where this thing can. Anyway, my point being, so I've been in very close proximity to, like, a a gator just in a regular setting. A wild animal that can eat you. Yeah, A wild animal that can fucking kill you when it wants to. Like you aren't doing shit to a gator. If a gator is coming at you, you know what I mean? Like, unless you're outrunning that thing, you are not doing a fucking thing to an alligator. (laughs) A tiger, (laughs) by very much the same token, you are not doing a fucking thing to that tiger that it doesn't (laughs) want to do to you. Okay. So can you imagine like, dude, I'm a dude, dude, I ride bikes. I jog like a, a big part of my recreation is like, being outside and like cruising or whatever. So yes, a thing I always carry like a knife or whatever, just in case there's a fucking gnarly dog Tiger. or whatever. Oh. Well, yeah, I never, you know, somebody wants You're to take hungry? lunch money. Yeah, so I might have to fucking get somebody for their <laughs> their milk money. But you you never know if there's a you know, a wild animal. And you know, uh, not looking at but, you man just wanting to eat you. He's a nice a nice yeah. little snack running around yeah, like, yeah but what i'm saying is on that bike your body gets that like oh shit like in other words like there's two fuck i think two or three times because when i went to uhd um among other things i saw in that fucking bayou they ran right through the school uh one of them being a corpse that was always that's oh yeah cool. 
yeah people all jump of a sudden there's like a lot there, yeah there's a lot of cops and there's everybody around there there's like a crowd standing on the bridge i like tap the dude on the shoulder hey man what the fuck's going on oh yeah that see that jump. fucking lump down there that's oh, a dude that's a homeless dude that got fucking murked like, oh cool <laughs> let me go to let me go ahead and go to economics now and <laughs> learn about anyway shout out uhd gators what's up Oh, but well, um, yeah, literally UHD gators. That's no, they are the gators because there's yeah. gators like fucking running know, around right there, fucking eating homeless people. Like, oh, right I used to get nervous when a dog used to chase me on the bike. I can't imagine seeing a tiger behind me just, just oh. running and trying to get, catch the me. Yeah, fear the fear of oh, being you're done. chased by an apex predator. I mean, imagine that you, really puts your place on the food chain. You really understand how little your brain that makes you so smart really doesn't do shit when there's a oh, tiger. it didn't do shit. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I went, I took my family. So a few years ago, we, we took a little day trip to Austin. Okay. They have this little, like, if you drive out into the Hills a little bit, they have this little misfit zoo. I forgot the name of it. I think it's called the Austin. Maybe it's just called like something simple, like the Austin zoo. Keep it's it worth weird, checking Austin out. Zoo? Yeah, of course they're keeping it weird. It's Austin. So it's like, not, you know what I mean? It's not like the Houston zoo where it's all commercial and all that bullshit. Right. This is like llamas with cleft palates and like all the animals that like they don't want shit. The fuck? Bro, llamas so, with cleft so, palates. You know what I mean? It's like the, all the like <laughs> the rescues or whatever. But or they did camels it. with three humps. Huh? Yeah, man. They had, but they had a lion and he was in this oh. enclosure. But it was like this, it, it wasn't to my specifications of safety. Oh, like it was some kind of you know what i'm saying yeah like it was dude. some sort of yeah, like, was, like that park chain link fence between yeah, you and that lion right? bro like i'm sure they had to go through some sort of regulatory organization Not awesome, but for man. my for my personal preference i was like ah <laughs> so so this this lion was pacing dude um once again you know what I mean? You go to the Houston Zoo right there in, in beautiful Herman Park. You can take a little paddleboard ride. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they've got this shit is on lock for like decades. Right. So they've got it's like clockwork. Like they feed these animals like when they're supposed to be fed. You know what I'm saying? At the Austin Zoo, maybe the dude who works there, I don't know, maybe he took a little break, dude. Maybe he took a couple rips off of a bong. And he's like, oh, fuck, bro. I forgot. Like, maybe it's like 1234. I was supposed to feed the lion and shit. Oh, fuck. So anyway, like this lion hadn't eaten. So it was pacing. Like there was that little door. <laughs> like, like I'm sure it was locked and shit. But it looked like a little door that went in. <laughs> like if you open the other side, it'd just be some little bullshit office. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. This lion was pacing like for its food. And I remember walking by like with my children and I was like, uh, let's keep going. <laughs> Cause this looks fucked up. Like that thing was hungry, dude. Normally when you see the lions and shit, uh, they're dosed up. You know what I mean? I don't care what they tell you. Like they jack yeah, them they up. Are. They jack them up with fucking quaaludes. Right. Oh, okay. After we do oh. this, Rick's quaalude story. Okay. Oh, so wow. hold yes. on. Bookmark, book, bookmark, bookmark. Let me just finish the Austin Zoo. So, so they're, they're walking. He's pacing. He's pissed off. And I'm like, all right, let's, uh, cool kids, like, check out the lion and then let's get the fuck out of here. 
because it was no, 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 it was 100% making me nervous. Normally, I do if you go to a regular zoo, it's like whatever. This zoo, I was like, man, like there's just not that many sophisticated barriers between me and getting fucking eaten for, for my standards. Okay. So I was like, let's go check out the roosters or whatever that are just fucking running amok around this whole place. <laughs> like loose, dude. Yeah, there's like loose roosters just running around everywhere. You and it's tight. Shout out to the stuff. Austin Zoo. Cause actually it was a dope, it was a dope little experience. It was kind of cool. Um, so I'm not shitting on the zoo. I'm just saying with the lions, y'all might need to step up your your sophistication. Yeah. Or feed them. So, yeah, chicken them. wire. Chicken wire yeah, is not gonna pretty, hold that lion back. Right. Right. Let's not do normal fucking uh, you know, pickets you get from Home Depot, six foot. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, do they're something. Harmless, man. They're harmless. You know, they had them since yeah, they they're all good, dude. You train it, yeah. them, dude. Yeah, they're fucking they they were raised in captivity. They're not gonna eat you like Siegfried, nah. Siegfried and Roy. Oh, so, oh, so we walked to bro. Out. So we <laughs> that, that didn't work out. So we're walking and we're we're moving past, dude. The fucking thing roars. Oh hell no. Okay, okay. Here's okay. You've heard the, the lion thing roars. Check hell this no. out. No, check now. Check this out. This is this is real shit. You've heard lions roar in movies. Everybody knows what a lion roar sounds like. From yeah. when you're a kid, you've got those little books that you punch the button. It's like roar. Like that's the lion. Lion makes yeah. a roar. So you know how a lion roars. Okay. Bro, you don't fucking know what a lion roar sounds like. When you're 30 feet from a lion and it <laughs> fucking roars because it's hungry. <laughs> Bro, I'm not fucking kidding you. My entire, every molecule in my DNA was like, oh, fuck. Like, He's I, I don't want to say, I don't want to <laughs> say like pan, but it, it was like this vulnerability, like I've never felt in my fucking life. That thing was like, like it was this guttural, like the, the base <laughs> that was in this fucking <laughs> roar. Yeah. And it wasn't even a full roar. It was just kind of like a, hey, fuck you i'm hungry it was like like this little rumble i was like okay let's get the fuck out of here so in other words that that was like a long way of telling you you're fucked like there is absolutely it's just a feeling of like hopelessness yeah you know yeah like if that thing jumped over what what, what the fuck what are you gonna do so anyway props to the dude Props to the dude that had his fucking Glock and was ready to take this thing no out. No shit, right? Because, dude, I'd have just been like, I'm just going to stay in my house and barricade. Barricade. <laughs> I'm just going to barricade. <laughs> stay in my garage. Yeah. yeah so I, I had an interesting uh, thing with Quaaludes. Oh, yes. happened to me. Yeah, we teased. You teased it, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, so, you know, Quaaludes. I didn't really know about these things until I saw Wolf of Wall Street, right? I think everybody else did. Right. It was kind of this generation. They're popular like in the 70s. In yeah. The 70s and 80s, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and the uh, US government outlawed them. And uh, and so whatever, you know, I was just like, okay. So in comes this customer, okay? Or not a customer, potential client, whatever. And he's, you know, he's he's telling us about uh, some things that we're doing in the business and this and that. But then he's like, hey, I have a side of business. I'm like, oh, okay, what is it? <laughs> he goes, uh, I was wondering if you guys can make some quaaludes for me. I'm like, for what? Dude, they're illegal. 
You can't, you can't, what are you going to do with quaaludes, man? You can't sell them. He's like, no, they're, they're illegal in Canada. So, you know, you can make them here in the U.S. and then export them to Canada. And I'm like, no, what? No. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's totally legit. You know, I already <laughs> checked it off with the DEA. They, they, you know, they're okay with it. And I'm thinking, man, like, okay, dude, show me where, where the DEA tells you it's okay to make a schedule one narcotics and then sell them to other countries. <laughs> is that like meth yeah did they say you could also do that with meth and sell it to canada that's no problem yeah, well, no big no big issue there half of that story was correct i mean they're they are still legal in canada but they're like a schedule three over there oh, okay God. a lot of a lot of bill cosby's up there <laughs> and then uh <laughs> and then they're still legal in, in places like india and whatnot okay? j-e-l-l-o <laughs> but I can't believe that. Um, anyway, so he's he's telling me, and I'm like, okay, well, how much do you want? I mean, what are you, what are you looking for? Like, he goes, oh, I want you know a few thousand a month. I'm like, whoa, what the a heck lot. are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm like, do you have buyers for this kind of thing? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I got plenty of buyers. So I'm like, oh, you guys, you're fucking stupid. You gotta leave. Like, seriously, I can't believe I'm still asking him questions at this point. You know. <laughs> <laughs> because you're but, thinking about the money you're like well huh cost maybe. profit yeah, and margin. i'm thinking to myself i'm thinking to myself maybe he is right maybe they are legal in canada and i can make them here in the u.s <laughs> you're like i did just turn down that other lucrative bid from the state for being a barbital i gotta make up that money somehow maybe i can just sell the date rape drugs to the guys in canada <laughs> yeah Why don't so quaaludes let's well, hold on let's be like let's be fair I don't think quaaludes are like a date rape. Oh yeah, bro. They're it's like a no, volume no, no, drug. No, I, oh yeah. I I don't they just I get you were, fucked up or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. use them. They use them all the time on chicks to get them. Like you know, that's like they. That's oh. like one of the Mickey's, a Spanish fly type. Drug. Really? But I thought people used them like voluntarily, like as a. Oh no! People get fucked up on them. Yeah, but they also give them oh, to chicks okay. and knock them out so that okay. they can, you know. Got you. I, I guess I hammer time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that that was hey, hey, hey. so this no, guy later no, on no I, I don't know what he thought he was he must have been <laughs> he must have thought he was like Wolf of Wall Street Walter White kind of shit because he was into some shady shit later on I came to find out you know he got yeah. he got busted for uh, for making his own promise with coding and selling it Ooh, oh right yeah. he can't do that yeah. that if, could have been a serious issue that guy was bad yeah bad he was man. bad man I mean we uh, might- trust me I I didn't do anything business with him. Um, <laughs> I mean, only 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 for two years. And, uh... <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't sell any quaaludes. I didn't make any quaaludes. This says getting the raw materials, dude. I was I was like I was sending God, the raw materials. Still, you're still examining the possibility. Yeah, I, like, yeah, he thought it. He definitely thought about it. That's been established. Because I mean, in all honesty, the cost benefit ratio just wasn't really where I needed to be to commit this. I mean, Rick, I mean, you would have been. Years, you would have made. Me you know. Too. Couple million, but I would have spent thirty years in prison. Uh, no, and then lawyers' yeah. fees, I probably would have netted, you know, ten bucks. That's not a good uh, trade off. You would have bid me too. This is the source of all the rape drugs. It's just your picture, dude. I was, you know, what I was, I was thinking about. It. I was like, imagine if I, if I actually did something like this and then sold them to Canada, quote unquote, and there was an outbreak here in Houston of quaaludes. Oh yeah. my god, dude! The DA would have been. Oh, oh yeah, bro, of you would have. You know, they know what making them. Yep. Dude, you would have a helicopter. Guys like coming in through the ceiling. It would have been just 
Oh, dang. Oh, it would have been terrible, dude. But there's people out there who are who are trying to make this stuff. Oh, they still are. Well, China. Well, I'm sure they China are. China's if, big if, about that. What quaaludes? Or no, just making drugs. So basically, you can send oh, a chemical right. formula to China and they'll make it for you. Yeah, they'll make yeah, anything. Anything. They'll, anything. Yeah, they'll send you the yeah. raw material. They'll yeah. be like, they'll here's, you, yeah, here's here's concentrated quaaludes or whatever yeah. the thing is. And enjoy. Just, yeah. Enjoy. Just make sure she she takes it and you wait thirty minutes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that on the directions for quaaludes? You know, find Dude, intended it's... rape victim, give to, wait 30 minutes. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, they're still legal in Canada. Why don't you see more of it here in America? I mean, you don't see them here in America anymore. But they're still huh. legal in Canada, so why don't they bring them over? And I'm know. thinking, maybe this guy was just of... bullshit this whole time. Uh, yeah, I think he's, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're, they're legal in Canada for sure. So yeah. just make okay, them in so the U.S. and send them to Canada. We, this, is a, this is a cry for help. Or not a cry for help. This is oh. a Canadian listeners, and there are some of you. We do have a little listenership nice. in uh, nice. the Great White North. Oh, Let us Canada. know. Are 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 lewds are lewds still in vogue up there in the Great White North? Are people nice. still doing quaaludes? Is that or do you thing? remember doing quaaludes? <laughs> are you the yeah, victim of a quaalude crime? Please Instagram. Send us an email. Um, you know, do right. something, but. That's what this guy wanted to rip me off. He was just like, yeah, man, you can make a ton of money by selling quaaludes in Canada. Quaaludes. Like, I'm sure I can. Dude, but uh, you would have been so screwed. Can you believe that shit, dude? People try ah. to, what do they try to do, man? But hey, hey, dude, yeah. money's money, right? Money's nah, money. People are going right. to figure nah. out how to make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this guy it. was trying to figure out how to make it the wrong way. I'm like, why don't you just get a job, oh. you know, go up the corporate ladder, oh. make some money like oh. that, instead of having Come to make on, quaaludes man. and promethyl and coating. Come on, everyone wants Put you know quaaludes and promethazine, little syrup, syrup, <laughs> syrup and ludes, purple drink, ludes. purple drink. Well, you know, to his credit, he probably was thinking like, well, it was popular back then. Uh, I and can make, bring it back. Bring it. Back. I can be the one to bring it back, just like He's, they do. They bring back old movies. He's the fire starter. <laughs> I like it. Twisted nah. fire starter. Ah, The hardest thing about making promo with coding though. The hardest thing about making promo coding is that um, you're trying to mix an acid in a base and you're trying to find the just the right amount of uh